The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you've wanted to go behind the scenes with your favorite sports figure or entertainment personality, this is the show for you. Darnell has successfully bridged the gap between both and is ready to share his stories and his guest stories with you. Now, here's Darnell. Ah, and we are back, back, back. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Outside the Spotlight. I'm your host, Darren Autry. I'm here with my guy, J.D. Harris. What's up? Oh. Man, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's an exciting dude. week, man. Oh, man. No diggity, no doubt. So, as always, I want to start out by thanking Grant. Good work, Grant, as always. I mean, that's your pay every week. We at least got to mention your name once. That way you don't feel like you ain't a part of the team. G money, you do your thing. Yeah, you, you still, you still, thing. you still the man. So uh, we appreciate that. And man, it is. I mean, March Madness didn't started. Baseball, I mean, baseball basketball started. Basketball is now starting to get interesting. The trade now starting to make sense. You know, I mean, before you got four thousand games, no one cares until after after All Star. And even this year, it feels like people care less because they the holdout kind of made people go, hey, I don't care. You know, and I gotta say that I'm pissed though because I didn't get a chance to get into that. That damn brackets, man. I mean, I'm pissed. I did. I and I'm still I, upset. I <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it would have saved me a little bit of the heartache anyway. So, but uh, so I want to talk a little bit real quick, though, about uh, um, so this weekend, JD, mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow, uh, me and my sister and a girlfriend, we're going to do the gladiator run. Okay. Now I'm nervous, and I know my sister's nervous. Now we're nervous because it's like it's like a 5K, which is fine. It's like 3.2 miles. Have you been preparing for this mentally? <laughs> so <laughs> I've been preparing mentally for all the noise because it's like 3.2 miles. It's like 17 obstacles. I mean, they got uh, uh, uh they got. I mean, I'm telling you, you got a half mile uphill run. They got a eight foot wall. They got tires. They. Got, I mean, this is gonna be brutal. I wish you had told me this. I would have pulled out a policy on you because oh, stuff is about you. <laughs> man, it was hardcore. So we went last night and we was like, all right, so we got to do something funny, you know, for for the show. I mean, for the run, because you know, people dress up in costumes. They wear like crazy stuff, tutus, and dress up like superheroes and whatever, whatever. So. Uh, I can't even pull the picture up. Uh, anyway, because my phone is dead. But anyway, so we decided that we were all going to wear the same uniform. So now there's and our little, little team is two girls and one dude. So <laughs> you see where it's going, right? So now I'm wearing these women's... Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing these women's, like those spandex, uh, what are they called, capri pants. 
uh, and then I'm wearing a, a neon green uh, racerback tank top. Now I got to cut the support bra out of it because it's crushing my chest. But it's I going. think my Saturday plans have just changed. Before we leave this show, I am getting when this is. Go- I wish you would tell me this stuff in advance. Well, you know what? It, it just came up. I mean, I knew I was going to do the run, but the, you know, the whole costume thing just changed up. So, man, I mean, we're gonna bring headbands into this thing. I mean, I'm gonna put my gloves on so I don't ruin my model hands. I, I just want to know whose idea this was. Oh, uh, you know, Daniel's like so. Well, I mean, I think it was just a group thing. Like everybody, well, I think Danielle's horrified for me. I think she's really, really gonna be embarrassed for me because it's gonna be hardcore. I'm, I'm want to find out where this is. Yeah, I changed it's, my it's, Saturday. It's, 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 it's straight apart. It's straight That's Mountain by, Park. My, by my house. Yeah, it's the Straight Mountain Park's out there. <laughs> it's at 11 o'clock. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, oh, y'all need to meet at my house yeah, tonight. So, we should crash out there. So, so we doing, so we doing the 11 o'clock, uh, um, you know, so it starts at 11, man, and, and it's like, I guess it's going to be like 200 people per heat or whatever, whatever, uh, what do they call it, cattle call or whatever that is. Uh, so we're going to be there at 11, man, and we, I mean, I'm going to try to just, I'm just going to try to get through it. I ain't trying to win the races or nothing like that. I'm just trying to finish. If you guys come early, I will make breakfast for you so we can record this and take pictures of this. Oh, yeah. I will, it's I will have food ready for yeah, you because i'm coming tomorrow it's gonna be so hard i participate <laughs> it's gonna be so they had a little special on tv like on the newscast earlier today and we said to record it so we had to watch and so they showed a little little tidbit of what we're gonna be doing man i mean they only showed three things and it just don't look it don't look safe uh, bruh, <laughs> bruh, bruh, bruh. you are uh-huh. it don't look I, safe but i would definitely post the pictures up on uh on outside the spotlight the facebook page which by the way i want to make sure everybody knows please 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 you know let us know what you think let us know what your thoughts are let us know if you know you know want to want to have a guest on that you want us to really talk to or want us to talk about or if you have a question of the week please 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 go to our facebook page on uh outside the spotlight uh it's gonna be awesome. So I'm gonna pay, I'm gonna put the pictures up. Uh, uh, don't worry. <laughs> I'm gonna help you put the pictures up. Cause I've so, just changed my Saturday plans. Yeah, so it's gonna be, it's going off. It's going down. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun, man. I mean, I, we, I think we're gonna have a good time. I mean, it's just gonna be just finishing. I just want to thank Danielle for opportunities like this <laughs> to support and encourage Well, my I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta say though that, you know, I'm really proud of her because, you know, this is the first real big athletic thing she's ever done in her life. I mean, I mean, really, the first thing you want to do is a gladiator run. Uh, good work, Danielle. Good work. Oh yeah, dodo I, bird, big I, dummy. I, I cannot <laughs> wait. So at least the girls are going to be comfortable. I probably will not be comfortable, but that is not the point of the event. The point is, is that I need to just finish. And I got to tell you, I got a nicer buns than both of them in them in the pants. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. I, you might, I hey, don't get caught staring. Disagree don't with you. Don't get caught staring Bruh. because. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing about you and some capris. <laughs> and they're like they're like the tie-dye color on the top, so I got to cut the tankini on the top so you can see my color coordinating. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm glad you're secure yourself. Yeah, of course, of course. I'm more than confident in my you man. You shave the chest hair too? No, no, no. I'm gonna let no. I'm gonna let that hang, baby. I'm gonna let that uh, hang. I'm gonna let the real man badge hang. You know, Danielle. Danielle. Yeah, I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let that that badge of honor show. All on the neck and shoulders and chest. Believe it. I have it. just changed. I was going to have a garage sale tomorrow. 
<laughs> Plan so, B has taken over. So it's going down tomorrow, Australia Park. Uh, I'm, again, we're just going to try to survive. We're going to try to help each other through it. So it's going to be awesome. Oh, I'm going to try to survive too. Yeah, it's just going to be hysterical. From it's laughing. Gonna be, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> so let's get into a little bit of this. Uh, this what, what's going on in uh, the brackets? Uh, so let's, yeah. let's, let's talk a little bit. What, what has been, I mean, obviously, what's the biggest surprise thus far for you? Well, uh, a lot of people, which I wasn't with VCU, um, that was a major surprise for some people. I actually picked them in my bracket. That's really surprising though, because, I mean, <laughs> VCU, they got the experience. They've been there. They, but, they've been, they've been to Cinderella. They know what but, it's and like. Th- and that's the thing. They think, is the Cinderella. Think about Northwestern. You've been to the big game. Again, that is the worst single loss of a team that does not matter. I mean, that was so devastating. But you, but you see what I'm saying? And they've never been in that situation again. Right. No, I hear you. I hear you. So I think, so VCU though, I mean, given the opportunity, they, they seized the opportunity. I would have went, I went with them, even though my bracket is incomplete. And South, or Syracuse should be at the crib. Uh, yes, they should. Yes, they should. And I saw that as soon as, as soon as I saw Fab Mello was not going to be playing, I'm like, that's that. I, I, they, I don't think they get past, they can't be, get past Kansas State. I don't think. Cause you, UNC Asheville played very, very spirited. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. much right now. They played ready to absolutely positively rock. And then Missouri gets beat by North Oh, uh, they got State. beat today. That that I'm sure that racked a lot of people. Two beats 15? Come yeah, on. Yeah, that, that that busted a lot of people's noise. And Colorado upsets UCLA, I mean UNLV, but only upset baseball numbers. I don't know if it's an upset actual skill playing-wise. I don't I, I don't watch I didn't watch Colorado nor did I watch UNLV play any kind of college ball this year. So, um you know, uh, uh, other other teams again. I think it's just cruised. I mean, you know, Baylor that that wasn't a surprise. Indiana wasn't a surprise. Iowa State was a bit of a surprise only because <coughs> UConn was the defending it, champ. Yeah, see, I thought UConn was going to beat them, not because they were. Uh, I felt like they were a better program I than Iowa State. Iowa State has a young star that I felt like, yeah, he's going to can melt. He, can, yeah, can, can he, can he be a, a, a system right. as opposed to just being a great individual? And I thought UConn would have enough people surrounding them to make his day man, difficult. Man, they looked real bad, man. They looked real, real bad. Which made my bracket look real, real bad. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, Vandy, no surprise. Wisconsin, no surprise. Wisconsin put the beat down on Montana. Yeah. Good night. And then uh, I got to give it up to my boy, Lindsay Smith Jr. from Walktown uh, at Ohio State. They got uh-huh. their little victory. Yep, yep. Uh, so I, I was good, glad to see that. Yep, that's that. Love to see that. That was good. I like to see um, well Gonzaga. No, well, I, I kind of thought it was a surprise only because I thought West Virginia had leadership and had the... <laughs> They could be more physical. I, that's what I thought. But apparently, Gonzaga, they have been to the Final Four, the, the been tournament there. before. They've yeah. been there. They know. Yeah, they I have it. them going. Yeah, they, you have them going? Uh, I, I, well, here's here. I'll give you my uh, Final Four. Okay, go ahead. I have Kentucky versus Duke and Syracuse versus Ohio State. Ohio State makes it. To the championship game. Wah, wah, oh no, wah. that's a final. Uh, that's the lead eight. I'm sorry. Oh, I was about to say. Like, there's have, no way you. Have I have that. Michigan State versus Duke, and then I have Ohio State versus NC. NC beats Ohio State. Duke holds it out against the Big Ten, 
and then you get UNC versus Duke. And I'm Michael Lyshevsky is a North Side boy, so I have Duke winning the championship. Just because I don't know. I think I think if anybody could do it, it's him. Right. Well, I mean, any every year that Duke is in it, you always say they got a chance. Same with UNC. You're like, if North Carolina, Duke are in it, you got to give them the the nod, saying they're going to at least make it to the Final Four. That's mm-hmm. what, I mean, unless, unless they're in the same bracket, and then that's a whole different beast. But you know, I I don't think that we're done this year with upsets. I don't think I think this year <laughs> is going to be one of those years people are going to go. Man, I did not see that coming. Like, I mean, Missouri, there's no way no one saw that coming. Everybody was on the bandwagon for uh, Long Beach State. Long Beach State looked like garbage. They they got ousted. I mean, I, I think the, the upsets are not done. I well, think, and I like, you know what I like? I like Florida State. Yeah. I, I like Florida State. I like Florida State to beat Ohio State to go. Now, you do that, confidence-wise, I mean, what else is there? I mean, that's a boost. But Ohio is right now beating Michigan. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so now, I mean, that, that'll be it. That'll be an upset. I mean, Sandy, I mean, you and, and you know what I think also was playing well? North Carolina State. Yeah. North Carolina State's playing well, uh, although Georgetown did put the beat down on Belmont, but, but, Georgetown has this thing every year. My poor father, he lives and dies by Georgetown. Like and he, uh, he he lives and dies <laughs> by them. They've had, I think they've had better teams in the past than this team that they have right now. So I would not be surprised if UNC State, you know, NC State goes in there and gives them the business. See, uh, Junior, and I mean uh, going with uh, with Georgetown's coach, he's not the same man his dad was. He's a part of who his dad was. But Big John, he, I mean, he had, he's just one of those rare individuals that exudes greatness. Yeah, well, I just, I just think that Georgetown has, for the last, at least last eight years, let, I mean, had so much, excuse me, so much talent, so much like, they had some great teams. Yeah. They had some really great teams. And then, and they've got some first-round draft picks that are right now playing in the in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? And every year it seems like they just get tripped up. They just get either they the stage just becomes too big and the light burns them up or something. I, I don't know what happens. Are you to calling them. them the Miami of football yeah. or basketball? Yeah, yeah. That, that's basically what I'm saying. Although Miami hasn't been doing it as long as Georgetown has, but Georgetown every year. I, I, and I don't know what it is. But they get, they get there and then it's, it's, they get to the wire and they get, they get blown away in the second or third round and then everybody's like, oh, another Georgetown team really good in the season or get hot at the end of the year, get to the play, get to the, the tournament and get shut down. See, I, I have them making it down to the Sweet 16 and then they're going, I have them going against Kansas. You got them going, you got them going against Kansas? Yeah. Huh. Huh. I don't see them getting past NC State. Sorry, Pop, but I don't see them getting past NC State. And I tell you what, I mean Kansas and I think it's gonna be Kansas, NC State down there, right? And then I, I don't know. I mean Kansas State gets on. I mean NC State gets on a on a roll. Although I mean, Kansas, they just they're just really mighty. I mean it's I mean it's gonna be tough for them to. I, I, I think don't know. the pressure uh, the pressure gets cooked on NC State as you know as they go. And stuff gets real. So I'm going to, yeah, I, they may beat Georgetown, although I have Georgetown 
beating them, but then playing Kansas, no. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. We're going to get, we're going to get back to the brackets, but we're going to get to uh, NBA after that. Then we're going to talk a little bit of the, the question of the week and a little bit of football. There's a lot of stuff been happening around the league with trades and whatnot. So, yes, sir. Yeah, we're going to take that break, and we'll be right back. Uh, Darnell Autry. J.D. Harris. Voice America OTS. We'll be back. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports what does building a family mean to you nobody has experienced the pain and joy of family life in a way that freddie scott has and his experiences in life in sports and business can help you create a successful family future we'll cover many aspects of family building and management with a focus on fatherhood men and women want their families to succeed during these tough times our show will give you hope for the future and practical tools for a successful family tune in to the freddie scott show tackling the game of life mondays at Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Sports. Lockdown coverage. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we're back. And, and you know, I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you this, though. I don't. I'm not completely sold on NC State. I mean, not NC State, UNC. I'm I'm worried for them because their boy that that center that they got there is damaged goods. If he don't come back, I don't think they make it to the Final Four. I'm worried that if they let Creighton hang around long enough, Creighton might feel like they could win. And I think that's what I think majority of the basketball games are that right. I mean, once the the better team gets up by four or five points, you just go, oh, that's it. Uh, does the younger does the team that's not supposed to win respond? That's really what it comes down to. I think that uh the guys that've been there before you don't want to be that team that loses to a team that you shouldn't lose to. Right. And no. that even if someone goes down <clears throat> and knowing that your center is damaged goods, right. emergency bu- button has been pushed 
it was like, okay, we got to step it up. Yeah, kind of like, kind of like Syracuse. But again, I just, again, I don't think that once you, once you come across, like, if you let Creighton feel like they can win that game, and how big a win would that be? Creighton beating NC, come on, they be, they would lose their minds. You will lose jobs. Yes, yes, <laughs> jobs would be lost, no doubt about it. So I'm, I'm saying, listen, UNC. Get your get it together. Get your mind right. Know this. Know this because I, Creighton Creighton feels pretty good about themselves that they beat Alabama. Now I don't know if that means anything because I don't know if Alabama was all that good. I know they were athletic, but I don't know if they were all that good. Well, but, we shall see. Yes, we shall. But NBA. Yeah, let's let yeah. Talk, so so tell me tell me something good. They Lakers get rid of your boy Fisher and who I'm often compared to. People always call yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, you are. I you don't the, you see are the big, you are the big Derek Fisher face. No. <laughs> you big Derek Fisher face. That's exactly I guess what you are. I call Darnell Dean Kane. And so I, I'm Derek Fisher face. He's a big Derek Fisher face. And now that now you say that, yes, you I are. get that all the time. No, absolutely. Like Coach Fisher. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's a kid th- tone, and that's ball head. Yeah, ball head, yeah. and some soup coolers. I yeah, guess. the soup coolers and the yellow skin. I think. That's yeah, the, you know, all light skin people look like Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, I think that that's going to cause some hostility in that locker room because Kobe, unless they consulted Kobe, and and he's like a Peyton Manning, where if you make some decisions with right. some personnel. When you have a megastar, not just a superstar, a megastar, you need to go ahead. And Kopchak and Kobe have not been on the same page, even though Kobe is still the employee. Right. I think knowing that you have a temperamental guy that, you know, could be out of there in the next two years, unless they want want to force Kobe out. I could never imagine Kobe Bryant in another jersey, although I could never imagine Jordan in another jersey either. So, who? I mean, hey, who knows? It's but I think, but I think, I think they upgraded athletic wise, and I think that's really what that's really what it came down to is that can we upgrade that position and, and brought in Ramon Sessions, which is you know he's twenty five, Derek Fisher's thirty seven. So I think that they could have done it without getting rid of Fisher. Well, at the same time, though, I do think that you know, you got to make changes, right? I mean, you, you have to because you clearly, I mean, although. Again, they're defending champ. They were the defending champs. They were, I mean, but they clearly are not. They're not the same team they were two years ago. They're not the same team they were two years before that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, but I think you need that older statesman in. He's the one guy. You know, he was part of the labor thing. Right. He's the one guy that could pull Kobe aside when Kobe's being irrational or right, vice versa, right. or communicating what Co- what Kobe's trying to say is. Right. He's right. He could be the translator, mediator, the mediator. Yeah. yeah and, no, and, I, and, I see and that. I think that now you have him gone. You lose that voice of reason in your locker room. Well, I, I, would, I, rather, I would hope that Kobe though was is not that. Again, I, I just said that. I would hope that Kobe understands the predicament that they're in now. He understands that you know Dallas beat him last year. This year, it's not going to get any easier, and he's not getting any younger. So you're going to have to start bringing in the youth movement sort of to help plug in because again Boston needed to I'm so mad because I think Boston needed to make a move and they didn't let's go on and talk about moves Dwight Howard come wow. on 
man. D. Howard. Super boy. I wonder, that was a super boy move. That I, wasn't a superman I move. Still don't, I still am confused. I, I'm really I think completely that, confused. I, think I don't he, get it. He... He put him, he jumped out of jelly to a jam and so did the organization. Yeah, they had their marquee guy for another year, but now next year you're at the same thing all over again. Right. And I uh, think it was telling though, Stan, when Stan Van Gundy was like, listen, I'm just so tired of this. I'm so tired of it. It's nothing more, nothing less. You want to fire me because he doesn't like me. If you want to fire the GM because he doesn't like, like the GM. I mean, you're going to offer him those kind of pushes and pulls. I mean, now everybody's a lame duck. I, right, I'm, you're, you're yeah. looking. You're a, a player on the team, and you're looking over, and Dwight's sitting there in a the corner and not happy with what's going down. And so everything now, so when everybody's playing, they're playing to where you got coaches coaching to what Dwight wants. You have front office people not making the best decisions for the organization, but for what Dwight wants. And then you have players apprehensive. If he looks the wrong way, like you shouldn't take that shot. You know, he's like right. Debo of the organization. Right, no, right. And, and at least, at least, if it's not that, it sure feels like that. You know what I mean? It sure, it sure seems like that. And, and I think, you know, once you start giving players that kind of control and that kind of, I mean, again, I think that Ursay gave Peyton Manning a certain amount of control, giving him the, the respect that he deserved. However, Ursay still made it very clear that I'm the owner of the team and I still, I still need to what make obligation. Move best for the, the organization. Like he said, for the shoe, uh, the horseshoe. For the horseshoe, I, it's the horseshoe I, first. I, I think know? that in a situation, and people, I don't care how good players are. Players are players. I've coached some very talented players, and as much t- as talented as they were, they you cannot let the inmates run the asylum. No, no. Anytime you do that, you have. Disorder, dissension, uh, yeah, and and, and it, just like that's just like, mutiny and like, all kinds of crazy shit that happens, right? That's just like Amaya running the crib. No, that it, it is not. Well, first of all, my, that's what my sister would not let that. Right. I know, but, but, I mean, but, you're but right, that's no, what happens so much now you. in society. No, I hear and you. so now you have the you have a situation like that, um, and it goes. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's <coughs> it's it's ugly. It's ugly. But again, I'm still very confused. He stays. Because maybe what the offers on the table were not what he wanted them to well, be. Well, he he, uh, he still gets to max out on his contract now uh, for his original contract. Because in other words, he he'll get more money there for this year than he would if, because he plays next year. I got you. And he has to state the free uh, the tax money. Ah, uh, yeah. With so Florida. he said, Orlando, yeah, Florida has no state taxes, so yeah, he gets so, to maximize that. But they, uh, he still has to pay taxes in the different stadiums he plays in. Right. But, I mean, that's that's better yeah, than... Yeah, but you still save some it's money. It's better than playing in Canada. True. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, I, I just, I, I get it. I, I don't get it. I think when <laughs> when I when I looked at it, I thought, oh, I, I get it, Dwight. You, you want people, you want either A, them to bring in talent around you so that you can go win a championship, or B, you want to go to a team where you can be plugged in and win a championship. I think it's big market. He wanted to be big market, but I'll say this too. I think he wanted to be in a big market, but he's still a small town boy, and that pressure got on him. If you looked at the press conference, he looked very uncomfortable, and all those that watched it, I felt uncomfortable watching that press conference. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see it. it. I mean, he didn't make me a believer in what he was saying. But uh, moving on, did you see the Chicago Bulls? Without D Rose, get nasty on the heat. 
talking about a team that stepped up when they stars not there against the Heat when they were full power, right? I mean, Heat's full power, full blown. Everybody was playing. That was that was that was a statement. But that, that shows how real, deep the Bulls' bench is. That that was a real statement. Now, whether or not can you do that on a seven game, you know, can you do it in seven games? Can you not have Derrick Rose and you beat the Heat in seven without Rose? Absolutely not. Can the backup? Can they win games without Rose? Yeah, sure. And they can beat some of the better teams in the league. But can you sustain it? No, I don't think they can sustain it. I still it. I think, think it was a message like they blew up the mic. Boom. Right, right. It's no. like now right. people are really thinking. They're like, okay, if we, you know, like the old Allen Iverson thing where they try to get as many bodies and stuff on him as possible so he's not good for finals, beat him up. Right. Now they're thinking, oh, shoot. Well, I, well, it ain't I will, gonna be that easy. Well, no, no, it's yeah, it's it's not gonna be that easy. I, I again, I, I would attribute it to the the height of the game, you know, the the big the big stage, you know, everybody's probably talking about the Bulls not not having their guy. They're not gonna be ready. They don't have the leadership. Blah blah blah. So everybody else took it on themselves to step up and and do the complete damn thing. And and I thought it was very very impressive. I, I think it's very impressive. However. You do need Rose to be able to win the game in games, you know, five and six and seven. You need him to be able to take over the game when he needs to take over yeah, the game. Yeah, you get him in, that's automatic in a series. That's two or three games won. Mm-hmm. I mean, because people right. people plan and they uh, plan against him, and that's scary. But even in football, when sometimes when that key person is missing, that's almost scarier than having that key person in the game. Right, because you just don't know what the response is going to be. They yeah. can come out with some crazy hokey, you just don't know, super spirited or devastated. It's, it just yeah, depends fair. on... Like, it, my mama told me, never fight a coward. You get a coward in the corner, they'll kill you. Right, exactly. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> no no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, and it, another news, I guess it's either here or there, Washington gets Nene from Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. And then surprise, surprise, this is shocking news, really, really shocking, that the Blazers waived Ogden. Odin. Ogden. Yeah. Odin. He's played as many NBA games as you and I have. Point zero 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 one. And I thought he zero. was just gonna be a beast. You know, I thought that too, but you know, I got, I, I think he's really 46. I think that's yeah, what he, he really, he <laughs> does look no, old. There is no way that that dude is only what, was he 25 Hell now? Him and LeBron, they, they look like they are daddies. Yeah. <laughs> and they are, I'm sure, but I'll tell you what. No, they, he ain't mine. No, no, he ain't my daddy. I don't know. He, I don't <laughs> you know, just, know. You said no, they are. No, but they got like, that they are daddies like they had other kids, not us being. Oh, no, no. Our kids. <laughs> yeah, no, they, right. they, they kind of look like Patrick Ewing. Sorry, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't, they are not good looking dudes. I mean, I'm just going to say that. That's facts. I mean, they can play basketball way better than I can, way more athletic than I am. They have way more money than I got. I got you. But I'll tell you what, in that mirror, Let's not get it twisted. Let's, <laughs> let's not get it they twisted. They got to look at themselves they every look day. At themselves every day. Let's not get it twisted, okay? I'm all right in the mirror. Are you? You know what I mean? <laughs> like real talk. But uh, that's that's funny. Um, but yeah. So uh, again, what? So now Odin Odin's done. Yeah, I think somebody would give him another chance. I Just mean, because they're like, oh, he's a seven footer. So, but he's had how many surgeries? 
every year. Knees, but, ankles. But back, the good thing know. is, you have him on a bench. You have no. He big can mo- scare the opponents with his face. I'm just, yeah. just <laughs> you don't have a lot of money tied into him. Right, and, right. And, and then, then if he, if it works out, it's a, it's a calculated risk, I suppose. I guess, I guess that's I guess that's what you would you would yeah. look at it as, right? Calculated mm-hmm. risk. You um, have nothing to lose with it. You have worse guys on your bench. Yeah, but then you know it's it's a team like. San Antonio that would take him. You know, it's a team. I like, could see him going to Chicago. Right. Maybe it's the Chicago team take him, but they, I mean, they took Curry and that was that. I mean, yeah. I mean, he had some good deals. Yeah, I hear you. Well, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with uh, the question of the week, which is going to, and we're going to get a little bit of NFL. And then we're going to talk a little bit about entertainment, which I love to do all the time. And then I guess we'll, 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 we'll wrap this thing up with a little bit of, uh, some more questions about uh, the NCAA attorney. So we'll be back. Darnell Autry. J.D. Harris. Voice America. OTS. We'll be back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time noon pacific on the voice america sports channel your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports you're tuned in to outside the spotlight with darnell autry if you have a question for darnell or his guest please call 1-888-346-9144 that's 1-888-346-9144 or send an email to darnell at darnellautry.com now back to outside the spotlight uh yes thank you very much shakira i appreciate that whoa yeah. whoa hips don't hips lie. lie yeah <laughs> you know what it is did you hear about that too? No, what's that? Uh, her boyfriend's manager doesn't want him talking to her. They named her the Yoko Ono of soccer right now. What? Oh, is her boyfriend a soccer player? Yeah. And she's 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 putting the Malikes on don't it. Lie. <laughs> it's a lie. It's a lie. That bug ain't kicked the goal. Ain't defended nobody. My man, my it. man is stuck on stupid. I'll tell you what. I ain't mad at him. Although she is four foot three, I mean oh, she is really. Well, I'm I know five you, foot I, one. <laughs> you know, it's all good. The only girl J, JD would tower over. That's hysterical. <laughs> I'll go get off subject. One more thing though. Yes. Did you remember the video with her and Beyonce? Which one? Where they? It was her and Beyonce in the same music video. They oh, did the yeah. one. 
Yeah, that that was that was tough to take. I took a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget. I saw that. Uh, I saw her on uh, Hips Don't Lie on uh, Saturday Night Live when she did a show, and I was actually in Vegas with a couple of my guys, and we were going out that night, and we we had to stop for a second and watch because that was off the chain. Mm. She's off the chain. Anyway, so let's get back. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back so we're back to the NFL and some big moves were made. Um first of all, the Bears get Brandon Marshall. What are your thoughts? Go. I thought that was a big, powerful, aggressive move. Phil Emery Doc, that's his nickname. Mm-hmm. Uh when I was in personnel there uh as an intern, he was there. That was a statement. Because that's not a typical Bears move. No, it's not. But now here's the thing. Can they handle the the off the field stuff? I think so, and and the reason why and I say who that, do they have on a team that can keep him? First of all, BU will right. slap him, right. uh, yeah, Brandon, and then right. you have Brandon Lance Briggs, who's a wild man, but Brandon Marshall ain't gonna be able to whoop him, right? And then you have Cutler that can they played together, get, they played yeah, together, they played together Denver, and he could so. get in his mind, right? And, and, and the great thing about it. They're not dependent on Brandon Marshall. Right. We were he, talking about we were talking about this before the show, and you said, you know, this is probably the the best receiver they've had ever. Wow, ever, huh? In terms you know, of Willie Gold and all, yeah, you Willie was about, Willie was a, a, oh, a see, speed we got, guy. I, get it, I got you. I got uh, you. Uh, the person that could have been uh, is two people. You could have had it in Curtis Conway. Yeah. And you could have had it in Wendell Davis. And Wendell, I hope you listen not listening to that statement on the show, but your career ended earlier than it should. Right. But those were the wow, only I'd two. To, I'd have to work my brain on that because I got to believe that I, Chicago's I'm talking, all had, some around, major, had some major, major wide receivers in there. All around. He, Marcus Robinson was one-dimensional. And Rob, I hope you're not listening to the show either. Man, all these cats on my Facebook. Too. <laughs> uh, Get blown up. Yeah. Boom. I mean, but. In terms of what he does, first of all, he's a magnis- ma- magnificent blocker. Right. He could take that three-step slant and take it to the house. He has good hands, and he's a vertical threat. Right. He's and, that's all, and I think, uh, well, uh, here's the thing. And I, and I love all that, and I think that's great. I do think, and I think that the Bears did make a great move. I think he is as athletic as they've, as they've ever had at wide receiver. Again, it really does concern me. All the off the field stuff, all the off the field stuff, and the mentality that has followed Brandon Marshall around every team he's been on, you know, has become the deterrent, has become uh, a distraction, has become you know that thing that cancer in the, in the locker room. I want to diagnose allow... him. The boy is bipolar, without a question. Right. I mean, I watched a couple specials on him. Right. I'm concerned with the weather, and I say this with the seasons in Chicago because right. when you're in Miami. Most people are happy in Miami. Right. But here's the thing. He, the Chicago media is going to, that, it could be a pro or a con for It could be a great thing or, or it could be a complete bad. nightmare. But it, the city will embrace you. Everybody went crazy as, long, as, as you As long perform. as you perform. And now you start messing up. But I see Chicago turning a leaf with Phil Emery coming in. You'll see something very similar to New England. First of all, you got Lovey Smith, which and I, I he was on the brink. By the way, he was on he was on, on the brink. brink but of I'll being say this, fired. and and I, I'll say this for Brandon Marshall, and it's going to be a color issue. 
But for Brandon Marshall to come in with a father figure like black male, which he has not had in his career, well, well and, and life, I, I and I think Lovey the way he deals with it. Now Lovey gonna tell him with that smooth voice, he Brandon, mm. you mess up, man. We are gonna have to cut you. But right. it's so many other people around him where he's not the big ticket. Right. No. You got, right. You and then there's, Hester, there's other names. You, yeah, got, other you have five names. other names before you say Brandon Marshall. Right. Right, right, right. And again, you're, you're right. He, the first time he goes big and he goes deep and takes the ball and takes it to the house, Chicago's going to love him. Now, Chicago's the kind that they want sustained performance. Yeah, it's oh, not consistency. Gonna, you, they, they want consistency. But here's the thing, too. You don't think. Think about the locker room. Julius Peppers, Brian Erlacher, Lance Briggs. Those, you don't think those three going to go in there and then practice, get on, I mean, I think I think again. Here's the thing: that those names being said, those are some pretty big names. They're that's pretty big egos on the offensive side, right? That, that's that's pretty big egos and pretty big names, right? And so I would love to think that Brandon Marshall would then would check his ego at the door and go in there and be and be him. Stay out of the media, get on the field, rock, just rock. That's all. That's all Chicago wants you to do is go out there and be you. Allow you. To go out there, make plays, make catches, go to the playoffs. I know you want that, and and, and maybe get a chance to be, be an integral part of the offense and go to and go to the Super Bowl. That's all they want. Now you go in there, and again, Chicago is my favorite city. And and again, no no disrespect. City no, in the world in no the summer. Dis- in the summer, right? In the wintertime, <laughs> brutal. Uh, no disrespect, Phoenix. Love Phoenix. It's home for me, right? Yep. But Chicago's great, and there's so much to do. So much to do in the summer. And right, but just in general, there's just so much to do, so many things Culture. you can get yourself into, and, and and a lot of it can be great, some of it can be god awful and terrible. So you know, and my hope is that he comes in and comes in with the workman's attitude, like, listen, I'm gonna just show out. I'm just gonna go out there, show out, let Cutler give me the ball, and let and let uh, your boy uh, Forte do his thing, which is awesome, which is a nice thing that he hasn't had in in a long time in any place he's been where you got a running back that's a beast. So you got a running back that's a beast, you got a defense that's solid, and you got a quarterback that can get it to you. And then you got Hester, who also people can also take the top off of the defense anytime and, and they then, want. So then that keeps him open because even as good as Eddie Royal was, that's uh, Bennett. Right. No, absolutely. So he's never been surrounded with this much talent. The, I mean, well, I take you know you said what running back this year, Reggie Bush ball. But again, this year. And will, again, he's only prove, had one year with them. Prove it next year. Yeah, but what That's I'm saying, what I'm is, saying is, prove this it. is the first year Braden Marshall had a running back that was balling with him. So again. he has, he, right? I, I think I think that, and he was his only big money, second, third big money guy on that team outside right. of Long and Bush didn't get big money. No, go I don't think so. I don't think so. But he, but I, again, I, I just think and I hope. <laughs> And I just hope that he comes in there with a workman's attitude because he comes in there with a attitude and, and they feed him and they let, they, they, they balance the offense out like they continue to do. They give it to Forte. They let do lots of screens. They let Forte do his thing. And then you take the top off the defense with Hester on one side and Marshall on the other side doing inside routes and slot. I mean, you move him around. I mean, you, you got something pretty nasty there. You yeah. really do. And yeah, I mean I think I think the defense is aging a bit. I do. I think yeah, and I, that's why I think that they gonna pull him aside because they're long in the tooth right. and say, Listen, boy. And, right. and, and and 
And you know guys to do that before. Right. Where they like, had listen, guy, we don't care about none of that outside noise. All we want you to do is just ball. That's and if, it. Just if, play. If, if he's in practice, and BU will tell him, hey, dude, and he's not going to hold back. And you know Briggs. They, yeah, he's wild, too. He, yeah, he loves a fight. He, yeah, yeah. So, I don't think he so, messed with him and, too much. And, uh, and trust me with this. Having worked with Phil Emery or in the experience of being around him, he's done adequate research. One can only hope. That's I, all. That's all. That's all. I mean, I think, you know, I think. You, I think really do you hope. think Virginia McCaskey and that family is going to let them pull a trigger like that and with Ted Phillips? The thing is, he doesn't. Their his salary is light for them to dismiss. Again, I'm going to be keeping an eye on it because I'd love to see them do well. But man, I mean, it's going to be. I think it's going to be touch and go initially. Uh, another move that was made: uh, Mario Williams to Buffalo. Which, by the way, okay. First of all, I get it. Fifty million dollars guaranteed, hundred million dollar contract, fifty million guaranteed to Buffalo. I got you. I. Daddy, I mean, listen, the numbers speak. I understand that. However, pause for effect. You're still in Buffalo. Exactly. First, your cost of living is higher, and you're not in a good team. I, I think, to They're, be honest, and we were talking about it before the show, I thought a better move for him was to go to Chicago with J.P., on that defensive line, I had one of the greatest. Again, I just don't think Chicago was going to pay him that money. No, he wasn't going to get. They don't do that. Well, he's got the greatest contract of a defense player ever. Right. But he would have got that money in endorsements and added two or three years to his career. Again, I, I don't. I, I get it. I think the money talked. I get. It. I think the money won out. I think he went down in history. He wanted to go down in history as the highest paid defensive player of all time. You got it. Congratulations, fifty million guaranteed. That's big numbers. Again. You're still in Buffalo. You're still, out of, you're, still, you're still in that. Yeah, you still got to get in, out of that division. Uh, you know, I think Buffalo was close last year where they, where they were in the playoffs. Yeah, no? it, yeah they, it, got, they got into the playoffs. They, you know, and I get it. I mean, they're, they're putting the pieces together. It's Ty and Stevie Johnson do a big deal. I got you. And Wani's a good defensive coordinator. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you that for sure. Now, again, you're still in Buffalo. So, I don't, I don't know, Mario. We'll see. I'd love to see it, though, for you. I'd love to see it for Buffalo. I loved I loved their story last year. I thought it was great. It was inspirational, blah, blah, blah. Another two big signings, though, I want to talk about. One is Megatron. Megatron getting $60 million guaranteed, and it's the highest guaranteed bonus of all time. That is a ginormous number. Hey, Detroit is making a statement. They're yes. making it. A- a place where people want to go. Yes, they're like, hey, you want to get paid? Megatron got paid. They and I love, and I love Megatron. I think he's great. I, and if I get him fantasy next year, I'm going to do it. But he's amazing. And, but that's a big, big number. And Washington, it really quickly has has shored up their wide receiving core because they know they're going to get RG three, right? So they're going to get him. So they brought in your boy. Um, uh, uh, you got Gr- uh, Gerson. Uh, yeah, Gerson. Gerson. You brought in Gerson. You brought in. Um, damn, I'm drawing a blank now. Uh, no. Gerson. Uh, 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 Royal Eddie Royal. Royal, and then another kid, uh, Morgan. Morgan from Forty uh, Niners. Uh, yeah. Now, so I'm going to tell you this. Even with those weapons, I'm very concerned with him going there. I mean, I know we got to go, but right, right, right. No, we I got. Yeah. All right, so we'll take a break. We're going to get back on that. Take a quick break. We'll get back on that. Uh, what what concerns uh, J.D., and then we'll talk about the uh, question of the of the week, which I don't think is needed to hear that. 
We'll be back. Voice of America. Turn it on. JD Air. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. This is It Sports is an engaging talk program that includes you, the experts, and sports, all moderated by Coach Carl Hargrave. We'll talk about what's going on in the general sports world, collegiate and professional, take a look at youth-oriented sports, athletic development and sportsmanship, faith, and where it has its place in sports, along with a lively discussion with Coach Carl every week. Tune in to This Is It Sports with Coach Carl Hargrave every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we're back, and me and J.D. were just talking uh, about the move, about RG3 going to Washington, even though Washington made that move for those three wide receivers because they're trying to get youth, they're trying to get speed, they understand that they're going to get RG3, and and J.D. has some concerns. Yeah, I I think that right now uh, for RG3 and the whole situation there, Washington hasn't been a very stable place uh, in the past decade. I mean, they've had a lot of turnover. I don't know if they're still addressing the real – yeah, they gave them weapons, but we know you being a running back, me being a coordinator and a coach, we know the game starts at the offensive line and the running game, right? especially at the pro level. Right. And uh, with the inconsistencies there, you know, there you have a coaching staff that is clearly on a bubble. Right. And – Well, Shannon, well, Shannon's been there, what, this is his third year coming up? Yeah. So – Four quarterbacks? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, again, but he, I think he was dealing with what he had. I mean, he's trying to figure out this, the, what, he whatever pieces He traded for McNabb. Were. Right. He, well, he initiated that trade for McNabb. Yeah, and I, and I think that that went sour because, uh, again, McNabb got on the skid of, of not doing really well, but I think they also got a, a, a bad rap. I, I just think that the personalities didn't do what they were supposed but, to do. But not only that, but then he went online and said, I want to put all my career online to say that these two quarterbacks being John Beck and Rex Grossman were the answers. Well, here's the thing. You're going to come in, you, you can't go in and just bash everybody. I mean, because they needed to bash everybody. That's what he needed to say. He needed to go in and go, listen, we don't have it. We don't got anything that we need. But <laughs> what did you do to Albert Hainsworth? Again, you're dealing with the scraps that you got. No, that was a qual. Albert 
not I'm dealing with his football ability. That whole scenario. Right, but again, the system changed. Albert Hainsworth did not want to play in that system. I get it. I mean, here's the thing. You go in as a head coach. Now, 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 two years from now, when every, when he's made some big moves, when he gets RG3, and he brings in RG3, and next year, of course, I don't know what you can expect. You can, I think you can expect something similar to what Cam has been doing. Cam Newton making some big plays, being a very exciting player. I think you're going to expect that from RG3. I think he's he's faster than than Cam. I think he's uh, I think he's a better passer than Cam. I think that you know he's he's equally as athletic. I don't think he's he's not as big. I think he's a better athlete. Than yeah, he's Cam. a better athlete than well, Cam, yeah. right? I, but I don't I don't think he's he's not as big. So you know we get that. But he did come in six two, which they thought he was going to be more like six foot five eleven, whatever. He came in bigger. I think he's going to have the same kind of year as Cam does, right? But you're right. What are you going to do running back wise? What are you going to do? He's going to have that type of year at his division. Uh, I do, I do, I do. I think I think Dallas is again. They're on. They're still trying to figure the noise out. I mean, the Bears are a tough. I mean, that's a tough. Well, the Bears are in there. Well, I mean, Giants. I mean, Giants. Yeah, that's that's tough. Um, who you got? Atlanta. What else you got? Atlanta again. Oh, no, Atlanta, Atlanta South. No, no, Atlanta South. Um, Bears, Giants. No, I'm sorry. I don't know. You got Eagles. Eagles, I got you. Well, even still, I think it's a it's a good division for him to be in because it's it's the division of athletic. I mean, I I I like it. But my thing is now you're passing. Trust me, Philly is because their staff is on a bubble. Yes, absolutely. You're passing against three or four of the top corners in the league on one team. Then you have which they did not show that. During playoff well, time, that's FYI, because they're, they're wide nine technique and taking a man corner and playing them in a cover two system again, is, again. Trust me, they're making adjustments. They need to. They, oh, listen, absolutely. They need to. There, I, ain't, there, ain't, there ain't no. I concur. It's not captain. That's captain office. You need to. With all that talent you got, you should have been. I mean, that that was not acceptable. But more importantly, you need to have Vince Young no longer at, in front of the mic. No more talking, Vince. Well, you, no more Deshaun talking. Deshaun just guaranteed it. Okay, well, Deshaun just got money, so he he got a big contract too, so he's pretty pumped up about himself too. So I I get that, but listen, Vince, you can't talk. No more talking from you. You you have to. Is he even to, on a team? I still? don't know. You well, he just I think he really I think he blew their spot up from jump. So, I, but I think because he thought he was going to go in there and maybe contribute and maybe they was going to weave him in somehow. I don't know what he was thinking, but. And maybe he was just pumped up that he loved being around guys that are like-minded and all that stuff. So he's feeling pretty good about that. So I, I get it. Okay, you're excited, whatever. But you don't make guarantees. You don't. You don't give people locker room material to put up in their lockers. That's just you don't do that. That's not. That's not what you do. Yeah, but getting back to RG three, I just think the situation there in Denver is very Washington. unstable. Washington. Washington is very unstable without a supporting cast in the key areas he needs. You, in the key areas, you need, yeah, obviously you got Cooley and those guys to throw right, to. Right, right, right. But right. you need protection and you need a running game and you need your defense to ball it out. Yeah, that's, that's another and part. Because now you're playing on a long field with a whole bunch of accessories to pass. Guess what? I see a team that, and I've been in those situations where I haven't had a running back and I've right. had to throw. Right. To run. Right. And that was it. Right. Not a good situation for a young quarterback. No. In absolutely. the NFL. No. Agreed. 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 
And, and I think, you know, they still have Moss, right? They still got the, the Santana Moss or whatever. Yeah, but he's a small slot guy. I, well, he's he's a, well, he's the same as Steven Jackson. I mean, not Steven Jackson, but your boy uh, Steve Smith. No, same as Steve Smith is in, in Carolina. Same kind of kind of player, right? So so you, you, you get, I mean, Cam did work wonders with that, and they had some other but role Steve players Smith or whatever. Steve Smith is a big-time small receiver. Steve Smith goes out and gets it. Yeah. Santa San Antonio or San is it San Antonio? No, it's not uh, San uh, Moss. Moss. San Antonio Moss. San Antonio Moss is not the same guy as Steve Smith. Right, they're but, t- but there's, it's a similar it's a similar playing style. That's what and, I think and see. It is. That's why I say I disagree with that. Yeah, I don't He's, know. Steve Smith is a big, a small, big player. He's small in stature, but he plays big. San Antonio. Uh, I just think again. I think you're still got You still got to look at who they've had as quarterbacks. I mean, you, again, you got to look at the last. I mean, Campbell was was ruined. Uh, Beck, uh, you got sexy Rexy. Come on, I mean, again. Let's, but these are the same people that they took. They had an opportunity to make changes, and they didn't. They re-signed Rex again. They needed to again blow it up. And again, I do think that there's an ego thing there that you think you can <clears throat> you can make something out of whatever you have. Chicken you, stuff, uh, chicken soup out of chicken crap. Right, exactly. You need to you need to go in there and blow it up. You need to move some players out. And I think Shanahan got in there and was like, okay, we're gonna do what we can with this. I think I think we can make this work. I think we can make this. That's why he took the job. He took the job because he saw some stuff in there. He's like, I can make this work. Now, I think he, I think maybe it wasn't exactly what he expected it to be, and so he had to make moves and make changes. So. We'll see. RG3, may the force be with you. Yeah, yeah. True, true, true. So, anyway, we're going to last last 30 seconds. Uh, Who are your final four picks? Go. Uh, I have Duke. I have North Carolina. And then I have Michigan State, Ohio State. Two Big Tens. You said final four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I think I have. I, I didn't really get to that far, so we'll just. <laughs> I guess. I guess oh. we'll get my picks. We'll get my picks next week. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I thank you all very much for listening again. As always, uh, we'll be back next week. Again, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook. Uh, Outside yeah. the spotlight. Uh, check us out. We'll see you next week. Darnell Autry, JD Harris, Voice America OTS. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Come back next week for another exciting show.